Whoever is bitten by a bit and lives becomes a gamer himself. It's time to get bit by a bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Bit by a bit. Here comes one of them now. Hey guys, welcome back to the BXAP Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Little Girl Chops. Boy, am I happy to have Little Girl Chops on the show. Jiminy Chillikers, I'm so excited to eat candy and talk about video games and beat chops. <laughs> and not all, not just all video games, the only video game that you care about, Little Girl Chops. Valkyria Chronicles Remastered on the PlayStation 4 video game that's right, your favorite game, the only game that you ever play anymore, and I'm super proud to say that you are Valkyria Chops. I'm Valkyria Chops, and I'm excited that when I die, producer Ethan's gonna bury me with a copy of this game. <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to the show. Uh, I am your host, Jay, and we have a uh, lovely producer Ethan in the house. No one's ever described me as lovely, and that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I love the beard. And I love your nipples, so you're Ooh. lovely. Ooh, yeah. I do have nice nips. We are missing, of course, Jazzy. Jazzy uh, has fallen to the horrible, horrible procedure that is removal of your wisdom teeth. Uh, we received a picture of him. I think we're going to our Facebook page. Don't you think we should do that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Any chance we get to uh, embarrass any member of the team, myself included, I think we should do it. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post a, a recovery picture of Jazzy here on the Facebook page. But guys, we're going we're gonna to go with this two-man team, old school, Ebone Capone. I don't. <laughs> J Master Flex. What, what did you used to call me on, your, on, on the old show? I was uh, J Master Flex. J, J Flex Master Pimp Daddy Funk Master. Mm, I can think of one I'm not going to say here on the show. <laughs> and you know which one I'm talking about. I'm not, not going to incriminate you, being yeah. that there's no witnesses and I get murdered down here. Yeah. Um, Jam Master J. Jam That's Master what it J. was on my Jam old radio Master show in Dearborn. Yes, yes. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, we want to want to be a big shout out to our sponsor. The Detroit Beard Collective. So, let's say that you are like me and you're getting married here in under a month and you don't want your beard to be awful. You need to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and buy beard products to make your face better. Let's say that you're a long way out from being married. You're just trying to get a date. Boom. Help yourself out. Make sure your beard is clean. Make sure your beard is smelling nice. It's going to help you with the ladies. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and get yourself some beard products. Jay, we have a little discount for the folks, don't we? We sure do, guys. If you use the code BX8B at checkout, you're going to save 20% on all orders over $25. So what that means is, boom, if you have a beard and you're not getting married and you can't find a girl, but guess what? That card store won't let you in it anymore because you smell so bad. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com, get that beard, get that facial hair smelling better, and now we can go in and you can buy your Magic the Gathering cards. Boom. <laughs> Detroit Beer Collective, helping you stay girlfriendless or potentially married any way you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, uh, thanks again to our sponsor. Um, guys, when you're done checking out DetroitBeardCollective.com, head on over to CinchGaming.com if you want to look for a top-notch pro controller. Now, you might ask, what the hell is a pro controller? It's simple. It is a controller with buttons on the bottom 
so that you can keep your thumbs on the joysticks, meaning you can jump, you can drop shot, you can uh, slide, slide shotgun, you can do all these things that normally require you to take your thumbs off of the joystick, causing slight delays, causing yourself to die more. So uh, these are the controllers that the pros are using, guys. They've given them a slight edge, making them a little bit quicker on their reflexes, and you too can own these now at cinchgaming.com. Head on over there, use the code BX8B at checkout, and you'll save yourself 5%. Gotta get get your savings on. Save your money. Now, let's say that you love listening to BX8B and you want to talk to us. Do so on the forum. Make sure you're interacting, uh, being part of the conversations. If uh, you have a grievance with something that happens on the episode, boom, air right there on the forum. You and your fellow BX8B listeners can gang up on us and overthrow us there on the forum. To all the people on the forum right now, they keep just yelling about you know us kicking Jazzy off of the team. I get it, guys. He's terrible. But you know what? He has a spot. We need that guy that we can just pick on, and, and we just we, none of us want to be that guy, so we leave him around. <laughs> They're very much like an angry mob with torches <laughs> yeah, com- coming pretty, after us. Pretty much. Nothing but, we can do about it. Guys, when you're at the forum and you're having a blast and you want to basically tell everybody about BXAB Gaming, you need to head over to the Etsy store, check out our new shirts that we have. Buy one. Buy one. Buy two. Wear, t- wear two, which means you have to buy three. I think I figured that math out right, but do it because you're going to look good, you're going to be comfortable, and you're helping out BXAB. The soft, you look handsome, and you know your beard's smelling good, you're wearing a BXAB shirt, you're buying all the magic cards you want. Right. And you got a cinch controller in your hand, you're gold. You're like pure, you are. You are like the, the perfect human being. Now, I'm an imperfect b- human being, that's why I had an eye doctor appointment on Saturday. Jay, how do you s- keep from going blind? <laughs> so so the people that know me understand I stare at the screen all day, every day, and then I come home and I stare at the screen all night, every night. And eye that, cancer. That's right. <laughs> uh, for the longest time, I had a ton of eye strain, ton of eye fatigue, and I uh, you know, stumbled onto this company called Gunner. Gunner Optics. Uh, they make glasses for your everyday person that is uh, you know, a techie, an electronic person. You, you could be working in IT like me. You could be a gamer. It doesn't matter. These glasses will help you. They keep they, they help your eyes from fatigue, from dryness, and it just lets you uh, you know, for me, it lets me go to work, do the thing I need to do but still come home and enjoy my video games because my eyes aren't shot yet. So check them out, Gunner Optics on Twitter, uh, GunnerOptics.com. They are fantastic. Um, I'm giving them love because they do, uh, just just to clarify, they do sponsor me. And not me. Yep, not BXAB. They sponsor Jay, Grimlock the Dino. Um, And, uh, you know, I I do love their product. I've used them for years. So I've used them well before they uh, they reached out to me, and and, uh, I, I can't say enough good stuff about them. Check them out. Gunner Optics. So I know everyone who's listening is super excited because they're like, yes, no chops, no jazzy. That means we don't have to hear a stupid uh, number tie-in to episode 106. Fact. Wrong! Oh. Dead wrong. I, uh, I, did, I did the lazy route that we haven't done in a long time because I've never been in charge of coming up with the number. You, that's true. You, you've never done this. Not one time have I been in charge of coming up with the number. Oh, I'm excited now. I mi- Oh, no. I came up with 101 because I came up with the 101 Dalmatians <laughs> idea. Whatever. Like, that was my idea. You know what? I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> so I went back the, the lazy route that we haven't used in, in quite a while. And uh, Pokemon number 106 in the national decks. Do you know what it is? 
<sighs> no clue. You should. It's your favorite Pokemon. It's my favorite Pokemon? Hitmonlee! Hitmonlee's not my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> what? I don't even know you. <laughs> it's Jellybird. Everyone knows I know, that. Because you are Jellybird. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Hitmonlee, also known as the kicking Pokemon, is 4 foot 11 inches, uh, native to the Kanto region. Its shiny is yellow. It is normally a brown Pokemon. It's of the fighting type, and it weighs 109 pounds and uh, takes its name from Bruce Lee. That's solid. That's solid. You know my my new favorite Pokemon. Is Rolette. Yeah. Like the grass owl starter (laughs) from uh, Gen 7. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, but uh, that's that's interesting. Very that was a good job. I actually I like I appreciated that one. Thank you. That was solid. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna slide into a little uh, shorter rendition of what we've been playing lately. So uh, Ethan, what have you been playing lately? I'm happy to lead us off. as I do every week, been playing Destiny, having a blast with it. Don't even, everyone knows we play Destiny. I don't need to go much further into that. Always having fun playing Destiny. Now, the thing that's sort of been a little bit of change up in pace for me this week is I am back to Pokemon training. It had been a couple, about two months since I'd really uh, been on the trainer grind, and I'm pretty excited. I'm entering the Johto Classic. I've already registered. It's coming up this coming weekend, and as we know, I competed in the Kanto Classic about two months ago. So, rules for the Johto Classic, you can use any Pokemon uh, in the first 250 or 251 Pokemon or whatever you can't use, but you can't use Mew, Mewtwo, uh, Celebi, Lugia, or Ho-Oh. So you know none of the big legendaries. Uh, it's online competition. This time it's gonna be three versus three. You get to take six Pokemon with you and then just have three in the battle. And it's an online competition uh, through the global link. So I really like uh, the. I really had a blast doing the Kanto Classic because uh, as much as I love like catching them all, I really like raising and training the Pokemon and coming up with a strategy for each Pokemon. So this time around, I've grabbed a few Pokemon that I've never really raised before, and uh, I'm excited to you know set them up with an attack set I like and really super train them to you know fine tune their their EVs. Uh, this time around, I'm raising a Feraligatr. Which, uh, you know, the third evolution of Totodile, the water starter from the Johto region. I think uh, I've always thought Feraligatr was a cool Pokemon. Uh, I'm also, I'm raising a Blissey. I've never done that. Uh, just I like the strategic uh, aspects of Blissey being very, uh, very much a special attack wall. You can do some, pr- you can really dick someone over with Blissey. So I'm pretty excited about that. You like uh, dicking people uh, over. So. Oh, in Pokemon, when I battle Pokemon online, if I can just sort of dick punch someone with my strategy, I love it. I'm I'm like I'm a grown man. I'm 27 years old. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop some ass in this Pokemon competition. I'm not that good though. I lose a ton, but I you know I I love this. I love strategizing around it. Um, I'm bringing a Steelix, which I've already tr- I already had trained before, and I, I actually played through a game with a Steelix. Uh, I'm also uh, working on possibly raising Crobat's one of my favorite Pokemon. I have like three or four fully trained Crobat's. I'm doing something a little bit different with this one, trying to hone it in a little bit more. So I'm excited to raise that. Um, but then since you can use Pokemon from the first region I'm bringing back my Alakazam because he was a straight up G in the uh, the first competition and I think there might still be a little bit of flux uh, left what you know who's going to be my last uh, my last spot but uh, so that's really what I've been getting into game wise doing a lot of training strategizing for uh, this upcoming Pokemon event this weekend I'm excited because uh, your last event 
you know, you uh, was kind of like new to you. You still did pretty well. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, excited to see how you do now that you got, you know, one under your belt and you're, and you have a more of a concept of what is entailed. So it's going to, it's going to be fun to see uh, the results. Here's the tough thing. I put a lot of time and effort into the Canto classic. I'm really sort of half-assing this one because uh, I just, I just don't have a ton of time to really hone in on, on who I'm bringing. Um, and also Looking at that first 150 Pokemon, less variety, I really I felt very confident knowing what I was going to get into because that's the generation I'm the most familiar with because I played it the most as a kid. Um, so, you know, switching up things with the second gen, I'm not nearly as comfortable. There might be some more strategies I wasn't prepared for. Uh, but in, in the Kanto region, I really... I saw pretty much everything coming, and it, it was very easy. I actually anticipate this will be a little bit harder for me. I don't even know how many battles I'm going to get in this weekend. We have my bachelor party this weekend where we're going to yeah, we do. do some arcading and get drunk. Oh, yeah. I was getting drunk. Oh, we're starting early. That's right. And then it's Memorial Day, so I will uh, also be spending some time with the family at the lake. And, uh, oh, let's bring back something from last week, shall we? Yep. Oh, there it is. Uh, year old Coors Light. <laughs> the official beer of producer Ethan here at BXAB.com. <laughs> Coors Light. If it's a year old, you know you're going to have diarrhea. <laughs> How many more of those do we have to go through? I think three. So Ooh. I think we have three more weeks of me drinking this piss apple juice stale <laughs> tasting Coors Light. Somehow, somehow stale Coors Light tastes like Red's Apple Ale. Neither of them are good, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know how it gets that flavor. Is it weird that I prefer year old Coors Light that tastes like Red's Apple Ale versus actually getting Red's? No, that's yeah. not because Reds, Reds is terrible. Someone <laughs> left a Reds in my fridge at my own apart, my old apartment, the main event manor. Find it on Facebook. <laughs> it's legit. Selfless plug. Selfless plug. Um, they it stayed there for like six months till I I think I drank it one day out of desperation, like oh, I don't want to go to the liquor store. I guess I'll drink this Reds apple ale. But you offered me my favorite beer, a CEO stout, and I was mm-hmm. like, no, I got to stay committed. I promised everyone I was gonna be back with more. Awful Coors, stale Coors Light, year old Coors Light. Oh, God. Yeah, well. Jay, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. I've been playing some Destiny, of course. We did our POE for the week, and uh, I did get my helmet at 335. I am officially missing. Woo! I'm officially missing a chess piece, which I have at 334. I simply need a 335 chess piece, and my Warlock will be a 335. Nice. That's how close I am. But uh, that's about it on the Destiny side. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Battleborn. So uh, Jazzy and I picked up Battleborn. Uh, kind of it, it, the thought was as a hold me over for Overwatch. You know, we we're like, well, let's let's just give it a try. And, you know, when we first started playing it, we had no clue what we were doing still. We are having a hard time and just what we weren't enjoying the game. We're like, yeah, I don't see this, uh, you know, really staying with us. I, I think I'm going to trade this game in. So one thing I didn't understand is when, you know, because I've never played a MOBA, but you were telling me that, you know, in each match there's a player level, but then there's a character level that you actually level up during the match. Yeah. And I, I had never, since I never played League or anything like that, I didn't understand that. But it sounds like that's a cool mechanic to put in a shooter. Yeah, so... It works really well. So as we spent more time on it and and we got more adjusted to it, we uh, we started having fun to the point where all we wanted to do was play Battleborn, and, and it was a double XP weekend. So we uh, we just we went hard on Battleborn. I think Jazzy's a level fifteen, and I'm a level fourteen. Um, but the cool so the cool thing like like you were just uh, talking about is 
you have this main level and you do unlock things because of it. You can, you know, like you only get like four, there's 21 characters and you only can play like four or five of them at the beginning of the game. You have to earn the rest of them, which is something I've, I used to love in old games. You know, you buy Mar- unlocking characters. It's crazy. Right. You know, it gives you, it gives you the simplest thing to push for. Yeah. How, how great is it? Grabbing a fighting game, having six characters and then just having to grind out the arcade mode to unlock it. So that's, what's fun about those games. Unlocking stuff is fun. Exactly. So they've built that into this game and had a lot of fun with that. And then, uh, you know, when you're in a game, and I think this is a problem where people don't understand about Battleborn is when you're in this game, you start everybody starts as a level one. And then you as you, you know, do the objectives or you kill other uh players or you um you know pick up uh resources, you level up. And as you level up, you have like a they call it a helix in this game, which looks like a DNA strand, and you get to pick A or B, basically. It's like a new ability that you gain every level, and you have to pick one or the other. And you know, it'll be like shield penetration, you know, or um, you know, your your you become faster or things like that. And as you level up, you start to you really start to snowball, and that's when you can start doing a ton of damage. So the people that have played League of Legends, have played Heroes of the Storm and stuff like that, you're going to understand this game because you understand that you have to take it slow at the beginning of the game, build yourself up, and then go attack the people or find the weak person on their team that isn't doing these things, and you just obliterate them, which puts the team at a man disadvantage. So then in the team battles, because that's the cool thing, it is all about team battles here. Like, yeah, there's some one-on-one stuff, but when you're both clashing to try to capture the B, you know, B capture point, and they're down a man, all of a sudden a 5v4 match, which is intense, but you have the upper hand now because you took out their weakling, or you took out their healer. And that's the other thing about this game. It's not just gun versus gun. You know, I can go gun versus gun, but they might have a healer behind their gunman, and I don't, I'm going to lose that match now. Mm. So again, it comes up to team battles, and because of it, it's a really fun game if you have multiple people to play with. Um, so yeah, been enjoying that a ton, and then beyond that, I've been playing some uh, Super Metroid on my 3DS. I picked up uh, an oldie I found in a store, which is the Legend of Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda, Phantom Hourglass for Ooh, the DS, yes. and uh, I've been playing that. And man, that game! I thought it, I thought I was gonna really enjoy the, buying this game, and I bought it for like thirty bucks. So it wasn't cheap either. No, no Zelda game is cheap. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, I forgot that the whole game is played with a stylus. Yes, the both that and Spirit Tracks. That <laughs> yeah. was the situation, and I was like, no thanks. Yeah, so here I am on my you know my new 3ds. Uh, Pokemon edition, and I'm having to swirl around on the screen, and every time I do it, I kind of cringe because I'm like, man, I don't want to like mark scr- up the screen. Yeah, exactly. I don't, that's I don't like rhythm games on the DS. I'm always like real because like how how many times did you see someone who bought like the Guitar Hero for DS back in the day or Elite Beat Agent, and then their their bottom screen looked like a Chihuahua <laughs> claw, and trash. I'm like, no, I don't want that. Yeah, it's so. the same reason I don't play Mario Party on my N64. I don't want to ruin my controller. I don't want to ruin my touch screen. Yep. Yeah, so I backed off of that pretty quick, but uh, I am happy that I added it to the collection. So, But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing lately. Um, guys, that's it for that part because everybody else is missing from the show, so make sure you let us know what you've been playing lately right on the BXAP forum at BXAP.com. And, uh, you know, let us know if there's a new game that came out that you, that we need to check out or maybe we've, uh, you know, you're playing something old uh, like Phantom Hourglass that you want to you want to start a whole conversation about. Maybe maybe they're playing Battleborn and they need teammates. Maybe they, they want to link up with you and Jazzy. That too. Get at Jazzy Fiddle. Get at Grimlock the Donald 9 there on PlayStation. If you want to play some Destiny, uh, you can always hit me up and beat me. And I'm uh, the Deadite Knight. 
And if you want a Pokemon battle, go ahead. Drop drop your uh, friend friend code there in the forum, and I'll I'll Pokemon battle you. I'll lose, but I'll battle you. That's right. I'll, I like I like dick punching people in Pokemon, so yeah. I'll do something shady. We got a new friend in the UK uh, that. Uh, I can't remember his gamer tag for the life of me, but he uh, we started playing Battleborn with him and, and uh, having some fun with that. So um, it's tough though because he's uh, five hours ahead of us. So by the time I start playing, it's like super early in the morning there. But he was there; he was having fun. Well, thanks for playing with us. Yeah, but uh, guys, always send us friend requests and stuff like that. We have we have a blast uh, playing Battleborn, playing Destiny, and of course, let's get into it playing Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. Now, have you slept in the last twenty four hours? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you would like characterize it as sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really weird form of just like uh, exhaustion where I kind of just stop breathing. Yeah, yeah. And my eyes stay open, and then like I gasp and I'm awake again. You know, well, that's sleep apnea, sort of. <laughs> like you're 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 <laughs> yeah. stop breathing. Yeah. You're technically asleep, but right. it's, you're not really resting. Yeah. It's not really sleep apnea, though. I think it's 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 withdrawals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Overwatch withdrawals. <laughs> so, so for those of you that know, Overwatch uh, drops today. Uh, for some, for some of us, it dropped technically yesterday um, because the the um, servers went live on Monday, and the um, some some people even were able to pick up their games at midnight and stuff like that. But we um, we uh, are just gonna get into it now. So Overwatch drops today, and we're super excited for the game. I got the collector's edition. It uh, and we're gonna open it live on. We're gonna open it here on the show. And we're gonna describe it a little bit, and then I'm gonna post a video for you guys because I mean I'm sure you'll enjoy me drooling all over this, but you probably want to see some of the results as well. Um, all I can say is the game. If you if you didn't get to play the beta like I did, uh, we had an open beta. It ran for about a week, and it was a fa- it's fantastic. The game was super polished, super smooth. It reminds you a lot of Team Fortress. Um, you know, escorting, uh, uh, um, escorting a, a device to a, from A to B, or taking taking over certain areas and trying to hold them, like uh, King of the Hill, things like that. That that's what we got to play with in the beta. Now we get the full game. We're really excited, uh, and we're gonna open up the collector's edition here right now uh, on the show. So what I'm staring at right now is an Overwatch PS4 collector's edition box. It is quite large, and it looks super cool. Uh, the artwork on the outside is top-notch. Just reminds you of that that just super lovely, you know, game character, uh, co- comic book, cartoon, whatever you want to call it. This beautiful artwork. Um, the box is super freaking heavy, but I love the detail. The detail that we have here on everything is super nice. And we're going to go ahead and open this right now. So it's got a big sleeve. We slide it off. The one thing that uh, you guys can't see, obviously, but I can, is that on the um, the bottom of this, there's these little glossy, like, faces. It's all the different faces of the characters in the game. So, again, they have a lot of attention to detail, which you see in the game, and you're seeing it in the, the, the uh, marketing. If you guys haven't seen all these cool commercials uh, origin stories they're calling them on YouTube you need to go watch them they're so beautiful so cool and um, so when we open up we get the sleeve off here we have a box that has a crazy little cutout right here that uh, is the overwatch symbol it's just like cut out of the box like a little hole almost looks like a cup holder 
and then you can see the artwork um, of all the characters. So it's a sliding case. So we're just going to go ahead and I'm assuming this cutout is so I can easily push it. And that's exactly what's happening here. I'm basically fisting this box. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, this. All right, cool. So we're going to take this sleeve. We're going to sit it down over here. Now I'm looking at the meat and potatoes. So as we scroll around here, we see a ton of the characters wrapping all the way around the box. You got Bastion, you got Tracer, you have uh, Reaper, a bunch of them. Um, I like the I like the hand-drawn style of the art on this. Yeah, the art is so cool looking. And the best part is this is what the game looks like too. So where Battleborn has a lot of cool artwork, their game doesn't look like their artwork, and that kind of bums me out. But, all right. We're going to slide this open. I don't know which way I'm supposed to do this. I'm scared. Here we go. Let's try it this way. Okay. That was a good decision. Good decision. So we slide... The box opens up now, basically cut in half here. We got this lovely piece of foam that comes with it. And let's just start on this side. I mean, again, just the, just the nice packaging. Like, their marketing, their branding. Everything is just so polished when it comes to Blizzard. Absolutely. Oh, Three, you know? If you... Their, their products, they really do put a lot into them, and that's, it says a lot. Yeah. It, makes, it makes you feel a little more comfortable about buying into something they're producing. Uh, you know, they're not releasing an incomplete game. Capcom. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, so the first item I pull out is the visual source book, they call it. It's uh, got all the characters, again, and some beautiful art on the front, giant Overwatch symbol on the back, and this is indeed just a nice little sleeve, plastic sleeve that's on the book. We take that off, and we have a nice... Uh, matte style book I'd say again with that like glossy finish on the wording but basically what we got here let me just try to open this up here it is yes it's an art book but it's also like the moves and this in the move sets and all that stuff about your characters so it's kind of like a it's like they're including the strategy guide to your game which is nice when you're when you're picking up a, a game that has so many playable characters it's nice to sort of be able to you know instead of just picking and choosing and playing to be able to sit down and just you know be like oh I played around with this person I kind of liked it let me read up a little bit more about him before you make your decision for the next uh, next yeah. day's playing and then in the back of it you also have like all your locations and That's all your great. locations are like are, re are real life locations you got Greece, you have France, you have Japan, um, all these cool places that they've uh, that they've set up for this game that are fan. Ugh, they're so beautiful, and then of course the uh, the soundtrack is phenomenal too. So you know, here's Nepal. You know, like again, all and, and every level that I've played in the beta, phenomenal. So love love the game. Here's some more beautiful artwork for you. Uh, you can see Winston in a nice suit there. Winston, that's my dude. <laughs> so. The book is gorgeous. Uh, we'll 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 have to, like again, guys. Keep an eye on our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash bxab gaming, um, and we will uh, we'll post some some video better high def video of all this stuff. But uh, next up, get it out here. I was just talking about the soundtrack. You get the soundtrack uh, with the collector's edition. So you're looking here. You have something like. Ugh, I'd say about 15 tracks on here, all done by Blizzard. And we all know, again, Blizzard takes their detail to a whole new level. So their soundtracks are always top-notch, uh, along with, with a lot of the other stuff they're doing for this game. Of course, how can you not get a steel case? That's awesome. So 
Uh, pretty cool. You got a, you got a light side and a dark side. The idea here is uh, on your hero side you have Tracer, on your dark side you have Reaper, and uh, you know those are kind of like your poster boy, poster girl for the game. Um, and then inside, there's no codes here, so we're safe. Inside, uh, we got uh, Overwatch, the uh, some of the skins that you get, uh, and then you also get a bunch of like. Um, perks within all of other Blizzard's games. So this is kind of how they're like, hey, come play our other games. Like, example, you're going to get a baby Winston as a pet if you go play World of Warcraft. And I was like, fuck. I was like, god damn it. Don't do it. You guys are going to make nope. me download the game. No, nope, they're not. You're not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> or like uh, Mercy's Wings. She's got some badass wings in uh, Overwatch. You can get them and put them on your Diablo 3 character. Uh, you get a free pack of hero... Um, of uh, Hearthstone car- playing cards. You get Tracer as a playable character in Heroes of the Storm. So they've just done a really good job of like trying to get you to check out their other IPs, which is, is smart on their end. I, oh, yeah, good yeah. cross-promotion with, within their brands. It's, again, it's it's a actually well-thought-out and executed campaign to roll this game out. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, next up we have the postcards um, w- of all the locations in uh, the game. Oh, that's cool. That's a that's a nice you yeah. know little thing that doesn't cost a lot for them to make, but it's, it's and a fun legi- thing to put <laughs> they're in. They're legitimate postcards. Yeah. Like if you really wanted to use these, technically you could. And uh, yeah, so again, they have all these cool locations. Like here's Hollywood, Los Angeles. You know, because again, you could play in Hollywood, Los Angeles in the game. Uh, you know, here's here's Greece again. You know, we Very saw that cool. in, in the book. So really cool artwork. Um, and, and just just a nice presentation, some some cool pieces to have. Looks like there's a dozen or so there. It's a nice stack of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a good good amount for sure. So, um, all right, let me move this stuff out of the way. And of course, let's really get to the main event. There. Yeah, the main event here is. Uh, let's just do that and slide it over. You get a statue. That's right, folks. You paid all this money for the statue, and boy. Does it look nice? So, if you've played the beta, then you know who Soldier 76 is. If you haven't, they just released his origin story yesterday. And I would recommend that you go to YouTube, you go to the Overwatch channel, and you watch what's called Hero Reborn. Uh, and it's all about Hero 76. Uh, I don't want to give any a ton of spoilers, but it's probably my favorite origin story out of all the ones they released. So... We're going to get this guy opened up here. Right on the top, it gives you a little uh, instructions of how to apply the feet to the stand. So that's helpful. We're going to just pop this open. Here's one thing I already like. The styrofoam is like solid styrofoam. It's not that cheap styrofoam that like flakes off. That's good. Um, One thing I, I did miss is, again, with the matte boxes that they've been using, you have the glossy like artwork that they've so it's just like his visor and his hair uh in in there i don't know if it's picking it up we're, we're streaming this on facebook right now guys so um you know if you got if you were lucky enough to see this enjoy if you want to watch what the hell we're doing in the studio you can watch it still it'll be on our facebook page i mean again they even have blizzard stamped again. onto the styrofoam the overwatch logo stamped on the yeah. styrofoam again the attention the details all the way through and to me i so i've never bought a collector's edition for a video game uh, fingers crossed, I would guess the new Borderlands game will probably be the first collector's edition I buy, uh, you know, budget permitting. Uh, but, you know, it, it makes me, it would make me more 
willing to think about buying a future Blizzard Collector's Edition, seeing that the the attention to detail is through and through on this. Because that's really what you want. If they give you a box with your disc and the statue and none of it's really that well packaged, it's it's the little things, the little details that, that make it a little bit more impressive. Exactly. So I had a few pieces of tape I had to take care of. I, oh, oh. Still have one more piece here. Got it. Got it. There we go. Okay. There's one tape on the back. Damn. Thought I got them all. But, um, so yeah, super impressed. I mean, Bungie, I mean, they've been known. They don't, they don't shortcut on, on a lot of this type of stuff. Like, example, if you were playing World of Warcraft since day one. Said Bungie. Sorry, I didn't mean Bungie. I meant Blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> Shame on me. Shame on me, Bungie. You, uh, you haven't been doing as good of a job. So, um, Blizzard's done a good job since the beginning. If you think of World of Warcraft, they've had some really cool collector's editions, but they've also had some, uh, like, example. If you've played World of Warcraft since day one, they mailed you a giant, like, sculpture as a thank you. So, That's awesome. I mean, you know, they really do care about their, their fan base. They really do try to uh, put out a, a quality product. Beyond just the game, too. And that's when you come out to this bad boy. Oh, wow. Get them over here in oh, the light wow. so, so that everyone on the stream can see. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty slick. So that is uh, cool. That's cooler than I expected, honestly. What is it, about 12-inch, 8-inch? Yeah, but no, I think it's 12 inches. And uh, the detail is phenomenal. Um He's kind of like a bronze, like, he has, like, a bronze finish, but he's, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know, dirt, I, I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, the, bron- the bronze-ish touch accent sort of catches the light, because yeah. it's it's jet black, pretty much, with these little bronze accents that catch the light, which is uh, nice. Yep, and then, of course, you have a really nice weighted uh, stand that has the Overwatch symbol Again, there's a sticker in the way, but an Overwatch symbol right in the uh, middle. And on the bottom, it simply says Overwatch, Collector's Statue, Soldier 76, with a nice little silhouette of him. So Very cool. Yeah. Even the bottom very, has some detail. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they just... Oh, they put, I'm really happy with this. This is this is phenomenal. Here's the other kicker. The the uh, the collector's edition, I believe, is only about, a, about $120. So when you think about everything that we got here... A lot of these collector's editions have gotten to that $200, $250, you know, like Halo 5 type thing where you get a statue and you don't even get a physical copy of the game unless you, like, mail, <laughs> unless they mail you one. You know, so, like, again, like, people that, like, realize that uh, that Blizzard's done a fantastic job here uh, because so many places are, are trying to do this whole collector's edition run and they just simply uh, are trying to do a cash grab, really. You know, I'll give... Um, yeah, I'll give a, a shout-out to Square Enix for fi- the new Final Fantasy Collector's Edition. That actually looks like a great value. But, guys, this one's been one of the better Collector's Editions that I've bought this year, uh, or I'd say in the last couple years. And uh, you can still get your hands on them. So if you're, if you're debating Overwatch, if you're a fan of it, but you're debating, like, do I want to just buy the game or do I want the Collector's Edition? The book alone, the statue, every everything that came in this box is, is actually really cool. There's not a single thing in this box that I'd be like, oh, well, I don't care about that. But there you go. We'll do a uh, we'll do a better review, a better wrap uh, video of it uh, on YouTube. But uh, for you guys listening to the episode, hopefully you enjoyed my uh, my fanboy my fanboy gooing here. But uh, we're gonna move on 
And uh, thanks for listening to. I just I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait till after the show to open it. So I was like, <laughs> producer Ethan, let me open my game. Yeah, normally I'm like unboxings. That's more of a video thing. But uh, because he either said I'm either going to unbox on the show, I'm not doing the show. I'm going to play. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever I got to do to get you in the studio. <laughs> you said you wouldn't say that on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to let the people know. Yeah. All right, so we're hopping off Facebook, and we are about to get into some headlines. Getting the headlines set up. It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by 8-Bit. All right, guys, we got some news for you, and it's that Overwatch is out. No, just kidding, just kidding. We're done with that for now. Um, So first big piece of news. I'm sure you've seen it, but there's been some, some leakage. It's been a little bit of leakage. From my anus, from all of the year-old Coors Light. Coors Light, sure to give you the Hershey squirts. That's right. That is 100% right. But in all reality now, um, what's really going on is that Destiny has had a leak, and it is about the potential future update coming in September-ish, right? September? Yes, September is when we're due for the next uh, Destiny expansion. Expansion, yeah. So what happened is like a poster got leaked, and it shows the character from Iron Banner. Uh, um, oh, my God. His name just slipped my mind. Saladin or something. Yeah, I think it's Solomon. Uh, yeah, it's Solomon. Solomon. Yeah. Um, and it shows him standing in front of a big-ass wall with a huge breach right behind him. He's holding a two-handed... Like double flamed axe, so like staff, yeah, thing. Yeah, double. It's a like a dual bladed battle axe. Yeah, and he's got some wolves just like hanging out with him, while he's just standing there looking like a badass. So this kind of got leaked, and everyone kind of uh, pushed. the The rumors are that it, it could be a potential leak to the new raid. Yeah. Um. So if you uh if you're not into the lore of Destiny, or you don't even understand how to look up the lore of Destiny because it's kind of confusing. Convoluted and garbagey. There's a ton of Destiny lore that you can read via your Gwimwar cards on uh, on Destiny's website. But if you haven't done that, the the backstory here is that um, there was an attack on the city before you were like brought back to life and you've heard about the attacks, but there was like a legitimate fallen attack hardcore on the city and it was uh, you were de- you know the the groups were defending it but the um i'm sorry what did you say his name was again solomon yeah saladin saladin oh it's saladin yeah. okay saladin uh lord saladin he um He's like in charge of this of this defense, and he's telling everyone to stay put, to, to not you know don't do anything uh, besides defend. And Lord Shax, aka the guy that runs the Crucible, mm-hmm. disobeys him, takes a team, and goes out to take the fight to the Fallen, and it ends up being the turning point of the war, and actually winning that battle. Um, so the. Uh, Lord Saladin then at that point is uh, he kind of retires from battle. He builds the Iron Banner in honor of those who fell at that war. 
and th- and he hosts that as as to to pay tribute to these people that gave their lives. And the Iron Banner is supposed to be a training ground for new guardians. New guardians, exactly. And this is so, all rumored, right? I mean, I don't know. How no, much that's is- all. That's all lore. This is stuff that you can read. Okay, it, that yeah. is. This is stuff you can read. This is actually backstory. So the reason, because all that exists, when you see this, people are um, they're starting to put it towards the fact that they believe a new attack on the city might happen. And that this raid's going to be flipped around where you are almost defending the city from the from inside the walls um, instead of, like, going to, like, one of their locations and fighting, you know, the Fallen, the Taken, the whatever. Yeah. And uh, so, um, and, and that this might be that moment that Lord Saladin is forced to come out of retirement and help defend the city again. Which would be cool. Right. So that's kind of the rumors here. Obviously, we don't know shit, but this this is everything that that is uh, that's coming out right now. Um, Lord Shax, who disobeyed disobeyed him, is also his protege. So um, that he broke the rank, led an attack on the fallen that ended up being the turning point of the battle and ultimately saved the city. Uh, like I said, to honor those who fell in the battle, to train guardians for the day that a similar attack might take place. Saladin hosts the Iron Banner. Uh, keeping the lore in mind and coupling it with the leaked image, we can see a breach in a clearly defensive wall. A wall that happens to look exactly like the one that surrounds and protects the city, um, as one of as somebody points out on Reddit. Uh, Saladin is seemingly guarding the newly created entrance. What would get, what would drive Saladin out of his as we as far as we know retirement from battle? The Fallen regrouping to finish what they started all those years ago. Uh, that's what if in this in the case though, what's confusing about this would be how the fallen have so quickly regrouped after we dismantled their rising leadership in the House of Wolves and quilled another rising leadership in those quests from Taken King. But surely Bungie wouldn't use the same plot thread again. Yes they would <laughs> But, uh, however, Saladin's standing guard outside Breach City Wall sure is exciting. Maybe the upcoming raid will take place in the city? Question mark. Maybe we'll be defending the city from assault. Maybe that aforementioned twist will be that we, the Guardians, are the ones being raided. And Saladin is involved because he was in charge of the defense the last time we were raided. So, uh, we're expected to see Rise... Oh, it's called Rise of Iron, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're expected to see more about it at E3 next month. Pretty cool. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll get some more confirmation about it then. I'm sure, unless something else leaks. Now speaking of E3, big news, huge news for video game fans across the world. Uh, now, Jay, last year we heavily looked into going to E3. Yes, we did. Which is more or less like an invite-only thing, and if you want to purchase tickets, what is it, $700 a ticket? Yeah, so you, like the public can't even purchase tickets, uh, but we but uh because we're you know if you're in the industry so even you know even podcasting and the game companies that we, you know as long as we can submit show that we're in the industry we could be considered for a ticket if you're big enough you can get a free ticket if you're not it's $800 yeah well now for the first time in E3 history during the course of E3 they're holding a public event 
that is free, as of right now, is currently free. It's a ticketed event that you'll have to get tickets for, uh, but this will be something that uh, it's not held in the same hall as the main E3 show that's for members of the gaming industry. This is in a hall that I th- they make it sound like this building, this facility is next to the main E3, and there's going to be uh, there's going to be games to demo, there's going to be merch to buy, all sorts of stuff like that. So it sounds pretty cool. It sounds like you know they're getting E3 light, they're getting some of the scraps, but if it's free to go to and you live in the area it's one of those why not why wouldn't you go and try and you know get your little grubby mitts on a little bit of the e3 action what it what it looks like to me and it's all weekend long so it's not like you know when you when we first saw this i was like okay cool they're gonna have like a show that you get to go to for free like you know like i was thinking like a presentation but it's like a it's like a convention yeah that they're having and you're right, it's right next door to E3, and it almost feels like they're taking a piece from, like, let's say, a PAX. Absolutely. You know, PAX East and all the stuff where they, they let more of the general public attend, and it creates a ton of revenue. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, every time I go, I know I spend a shit ton of money. But And if, um, you're, if you're a developer, if you're a vendor, you know you're going to sell, especially if it's free to get in the event. That's what I like about it. I think it's very cool that it's... Uh, you know, again, as of right now, who knows? That could that could change. Free to the public, that gives them more spending money to go in and spend on, uh, you know, with these developers and with these vendors that are selling stuff. Yeah, I think the other big thing to to point out here is that I think E three is bending its rules and 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 maybe changing its structure a little bit because you have these companies like Nintendo that has moved away from E three. Nintendo hasn't been at E3 in several years. They've been there via Direct, you know, Nintendo Direct. Sure. But they haven't really been like like how Sony and Microsoft take the stage. Nintendo hasn't been there. And the reason Nintendo says that is because they want they host their own uh public facing events. Because they they're they're worried about the public who are not allowed in less than the industry. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I yeah. think that I, I like Nintendo's stance on that. And uh, there's also part of me that wonders if you know E3 looks at like a San Diego Comic Con, looks at you know something like that, and realizes oh we could get a little piece of that money. We could we could build the public aspect of it to being a big revenue source like we talked about a moment ago but also uh you know just building even more excitement around e3 by inviting the public to this side event yeah and even you know even companies like ea ea is actually uh foregone its usual show floor presence at e3 to host its own ea play in both los angeles and london so they've cool. be, you know because of it they've done their own thing so it's just uh it's interesting to see that some of these big companies have shifted it's and, and the public has demanded for year after year that i think it's finally pushed e3's hand and saying okay we're gonna have two shows and that's fantastic because if i'm a developer but i'm not you know i'm not big enough to get in the in the big boy door now you're telling me i can walk into this show next door for free I'm still going to get face to face with some with some people that are affiliated with the gaming industry that might be the right ticket to get me to that next step. Absolutely. And I that's think great. that's that's important. It's, it's, important it's for- something to bring more of the community in and you know all of us here at BXAB are huge uh champions of the community we believe in gaming as a community there's so often where you look at you know the, some of the negatives of some of the you know uh, that comes with the online aspects of gaming uh and some of the stereotypes that go into it but we love things that bring the gaming community together that's why that's why you and many members of the team are 
always thrilled to get those PAX tickets and go and be part of that and dive into it. And adding another big event to the calendar that can unite the gaming community and give people something to look forward to is awesome. Yeah. I, okay. You know, we do this show. We do. Uh, we stream. Where we develop. I mean, we we do a lot of things here at BXAP, and it's because we're passionate about the things that we cover. We're passionate about this. We love playing it, but we also love talking about it. We love debating it. We, everything about it, we enjoy. I even like bitching about things, for God's sakes. <laughs> but you, yeah. you, yeah. you like complaining. I'm just about saying I like what, it. You, I, you know, I complain. I'm <laughs> saying I enjoy it sometimes, but. <laughs> You know, the thing here is that when we went to PAX Prime last year, and that was our first PAX, and we met the creator of Mega Man. We met Greg Miller, someone that has proven podcast success, shown that it's possible to, uh, you know, to take it to the stars. Um, you know, it, it, because you can have those interactions at these events, you will create the next generation of, of people that, that right now we cherish. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and we've talked about it. Like, who is going to take the the man? You know, who's going to take the leadership and create Mario and Zelda and all these things when these people are gone? When the creators of these, you know, who's going to make the next Mega Man? We're really, we're really still in the first generation of all of this. You're seeing some of these indie developers come out that are one, two man teams that are making very cool IPs. Um, but you know, here's the thing: you think about you know Miyamoto. Still very much alive and kicking, you know, the creator of Mega Man, he's out doing his own thing, but still alive. And we have these guys that, you know, really revolutionized the gaming industry in the 80s that are still creating a legacy and still blazing a path. And then there's, you know, we're the generation that grew up playing those and now, you know, just cultivating the sense of community. Like you said, small developers getting in, getting face to face with people, that's creating more opportunities to continue to see this industry flourish. Yeah. And I'm so to close it off, I'm thrilled that E3 made this decision and I look forward to seeing, you know, maybe them opening it up even more uh, over the next couple of years. Absolutely. So, all right. So, here if I had if if Dirty Dylan had a theme song, I'd cue it up for him right now cuz this is some Dirty Dylan kind of stuff. <laughs> It sure is. It's also some Jay kind of stuff. I can see the twinkle in your eye. I mean, it's the, o- <laughs> it's the only thing that got me through to Overwatch actually coming out today. Okay. You spent a lot of time in the shower. I sure did. And that is with my waterproof phone case on. <laughs> because I was watching Overwatch porn. That's right. It's a real thing, folks. Even before the game came out. Why was out. that my porn music? I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's some terrible porn music. Seinfeld. So that's right, guys. Uh, Overwatch porn has uh, has come out and, and in like massive waves. Like, un, 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 concerning amount of Overwatch porn. For or, a game that came out today. To the point where Blizzard has actually reached out to these people, like, upset about it. Please stop. <laughs> like, how did you create so much content about this already? <laughs> how is there, it's been out one day, how is there so much porn? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a ton of Overwatch porn if, with, with many of the characters, even some fucked up shit, like robot on, like, chick, and, like, yeah, some, some weird shit. If you're Blizzard, the last thing you want is someone being like, Overwatch Tracer, and boom, it's all porn. That's yeah. the last last thing yeah. you want and you know there is a ton of overwatch tracer porn okay now, i want to see the winston stuff 
<laughs> Winston is the big gorilla with the monocle. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. <sighs> but uh, you can find this on Pornhub.com if you really want to check it out. I can't believe I'm saying that. If you're under 18, don't do it. But, uh, yeah. Pornhub.com. <laughs> if you want to take a break from playing Overwatch to play with yourself... There you go. <laughs> from one from one joystick to another. Uh, yeah, so o- Overwatch porn, it, it is it's some it, it's some interesting stuff. I'm just going to I'm just going to flash a few little images over to Ethan and get some feedback for him. Oh, that's that is erotic. Yep, yep. Oh, that is uh <laughs> strong, muscular, and a little alarming. Okay, I, well, I what would th- you call that? What would I call that? Oh. <laughs> Does does that person have like are those human legs or deer legs? Uh, human see. legs is it's something? Yeah, let's, oh. let's get a little. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh good. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh goodness. Mm. Oh goodness, indeed. Here you go. Okay. Yep. 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 That's some tracer love right there. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, She's oh, got there's a some more tracer love. Oh yeah. I'm seeing a trend here. Here's it's some been more out tracer love. One day. <laughs> one day. Like okay. There's a lot of like weird. Oh spooky wait a minute. There's some more stuff. tracer love. <laughs> oh my goodness. Was that a gangbang? It was. What is this? Oh my goodness, that same woman that was naked, but now she has an extra appendage. (laughs) Oh, here's like almost CGI tracer. Okay, who puts the amount of detail into making like borderline Pixar looking tracer There's more detail in this picture than there is in the actual game of Overwatch. Absolutely, that person, that that was a work of love. Yep, there's, uh, there's Tracer, um... Oh, in between the thighs oh, there. Oh, jeez. Yep, yep. I don't even know who this buff pink-haired yep. chick is. Yep. She's bouncing both ways, though. Oh, she, she also oh, likes the man. game. So. Oh, my goodness. One day? It's been out 24 hours, <laughs> yep. and, and the perverts of the internet have already ruined it. Yeah. It, <laughs> Children, do not search this. I don't know what child would be I don't know what child would be listening to BXAP. You have terrible parents if, you, if your child's listening to this show. But if you're a child and listening right now... Don't don't search it. Just enjoy the game. I'm really confused about this one. Why why does why does everyone <laughs> have to have a penis? <laughs> everyone does, but then the next one they don't. Like, look at what's this one? Now is that got, a snake yeah, eating a, a naked tracer? Yes. Why is there a snake? Is the snake even a character in, in Overwatch? It, it is not. Is that crossover with Jungle Book? Is that Ka? It, it, might, it might be. <sighs> oh, here's Tracer um, in a party. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's in her hair. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta move on. That's but... how she styles it like that. It, uh, is there lore behind this? <laughs> I I can imagine. Read there... your pull out your art book. Is that in there? And this is definitely not in my art book, but uh, I can I'm imagine... gonna print some pages up and add it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still scrolling, but we're gonna move on. This is never. It's literally never ending. Your thumb's gonna fall off if you if you if you try to see it all. And it's oh, tw- here's a comic book. Oh my goodness, there's a story <laughs> and, and yeah of her getting railed in oh, the butt. Oh my. Wow. Yep. That is uncomfortable. Yep. So 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. It took people 24 hours to ruin this video game. This poster girl has been destroyed. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody do this to Scorpion. I'm sure there's some Scorpion <laughs> stuff out there, but not but not in the first 24 hours of a game well, coming that out. Was, that was 1992. They were different uh, times. Uh, here, here's, here's the question. Do you think that most games should start making hideous lunch ladies their mascot just so no one in their right mind would would put like a hideous old lunch lady in a porn situation? Like think yeah. Chris Farley Lunch Lady Land as, as the protagonist in a game. No one's going to pornify that. Yeah, we even got gifts. We even got gifts. Oh, yeah, a little bit of booty shaking. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So much of the time to animate 
Tracer booty shaking. How about this one? <laughs> what? What? What is, why is the wire upside down? Oh, man. Okay. Okay. We're done. That's been the news. Uh, I don't I don't know how I feel anymore. Yeah. I honestly I, I heard the title. Oh my goodness. I heard the uh I heard the title that we were gonna talk about. I actually Why is it why is there like a mirror next or someone drew a No they're taking a, a they're taking a photo. Oh, it's some <laughs> <laughs> They're taking a photo over on their knees. Okay, oh, come on. Jeez. Oh anyways. Oh my god. Anyways, yeah. Um is that like a hologram? <laughs> Is that a hologram? Oh. Hologram tool. Hologram tool for certain holes. All right. Anyways, guys. I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't think I can ever use the internet again. I don't. <laughs> it just doesn't end, it man. It never ends. Uh, How is there so much? <laughs> still more. That's the sad part. It just, not, keeps, it just keeps going. I don't think I could ever going. buy a Blizzard game because I don't want to even be associated with the Blizzard community after seeing all Like, this. I'm going to go play this game tonight and be like, yep, it's ruined. <laughs> yep, you're not going to be able to play it. I can't do it. Think, every can every I, time okay. I see a, a behind-the-shot of Tracer, I'm going to just imagine what I just see. As much as I'm phone. an advocate for zany zaniness, can we be glad that in all the scrolling we just did there, we didn't see Winston involved with Tracer at all? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Let's I, be glad I, I there am, wasn't any gorilla on girl action. Yeah. I am thankful for that. I am very thankful for that. Um, Long not, Dick Lou is probably like drawing it right now. He's listening. <laughs> he's, he got it in his pen and paper. He's like, well, I'm going to draw this one up. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I can understand why uh, my Blizzard might be a little upset. A lot upset. Yeah. You spend time making this character, these characters and building this game, and then everyone's like, let's make it porn. Okay. All right. I know I said I'm done, but we got to do one more. Please don't. Please don't be Winston oh, no, and I Tracer. Lost it. Here it is. Oh, we got to do one more. You have to watch. make sure you watch it long enough. Oh, jeez. Oh, what's going on? Oh, there's teleporting. <laughs> guy to guy. Three guys, teleportation of Tracer, making sure she's getting all of it. And she can reverse time, so she can get out of this pickle if she needed. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Well, guys, that's been the news. And uh, you can check out all the stories right on our social media pages, BXAP Gaming. I don't on think Facebook, I'm going to be at the show Twitter, next Instagram. week. I don't think I can come back here. Uh, yep. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to move into some emails. Oh, let me. I don't even have it. I'm so frazzled, I don't even have the music queued up. You just want to keep looking. I know. Uh, like, look at that one. That's real. Again, there's too much detail. Someone, like even the background is very detailed, not just the, the naked lady. Oh, no, time out. You got to look at this one first. Uh, wait, uh, oh, no. That's Bastion. That's a robot. Uh, that's a robot and a blue lady. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Here's some emails. Oh, jeez. You write them. We read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit. After after looking at all that, I need another stale Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, for I'm real. Gonna, I'm going to have to start drinking whiskey. If we ever, if I look in the, the rundown for the show and there is ever game slash porn listed again, I'm going out and buying whiskey and bringing it back to the <laughs> studio just so I can make it through that oh, segment. I don't blame you. Without yeah. just being just superbly disappointed in the human race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So, guys, this is the- Someone drew that! <laughs> Someone <laughs> took a pencil and they colored it in. All of that. They're proud of that. 
There's someone who that's in their portfolio. I also would like to know it's how... It's not like a crudely drawn like photo of a stick figure with boobs that they show their buddy in eighth grade math class. Someone with actual artistic ability went and ruined it. Absolutely. Uh, this is what I sound like, huh? Yes. When, <laughs> when you get real riled up, that's what you sound like. <laughs> okay, well... They could I, I be like they could be designing beautiful works of art. I mean, I you know, I, I, I mean, there's a little bit of beauty behind it. Like, I, I whatever, whatever you want. Like, you got some skills. I, 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 I don't yeah, even yeah. know. Yeah, I'm not like ashamed of the female form or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you really there was multiple robot penises going into that girl, and I, <laughs> it was not okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a. Uh, she was having a good time. It looked like. I can't wrong her for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the emails. We need to move on. So this is where you guys send in your questions to info at bxab.com. Leave them in the forums or hit us up on social media at BXAB Gaming. Um, first question is from Josh. He says, I want most people in this group to have... Oh, sorry, sorry. I already fucked up. I know most people in this group have magnificent face pieces. Thanks to our local friends at the Detroit Beard Collective. Holla at your boy, DBC. Except... Jazzy, no wipe, who may as well <laughs> shave his quote-unquote beard. But if you could swap face fuzz with any video game character, who would it be? Hmm. Game on, Josh. Oh, boy. Hmm. That's a good question. Who would I want to swap face fuzz with? I would probably have to say. I mean, I mean, a go to like a, like a like a solid go to would be Mario because he's always had that that perfect you know. See, stash. I I was thinking I really want it pencil thin. I want Waluigi. Waluigi, yeah. I want that John Waters mustache. Yeah. Um, since we're on the topic, does Winston count? Because <laughs> he's a gorilla. See, I was thinking Kuma from Tekken. I want <laughs> Man, I want like a Kuma, full I'll bear. Take Winston. Um, another one I was thinking. Uh, when. Old man Ryu there has his beard, bearded oh, Ryu. Oh yeah, bearded Ryu. Sure, he had, he had sure. a very you know if you're thinking more uh, recent bearded. If men you in were games. gonna go bearded Ryu, I would go bearded Dalzim. Dalzim. Oh yeah, Dalzim's yeah. beard's real he had good. A pretty cool beard. Man, I'm trying to think of Zangief. Other... I was Zangief was one that popped into my head right away. Uh, Bo Raicho. Oh yeah. Bo, you know, there's always puke in his beard, but <laughs> not that not, not that different, different than, than you. me. And Coors Light. <laughs> You're old Coors Light. Get puke in your beard. <laughs> oh dear God. All right, well, thank you for the question, Josh. That was a good one. Uh, next up, we have Jordan, and he says, With Wolfenstein being successful and the recently released Doom, do you think rebirthing Quake is an option that Bethesda is looking at? The last installment was in 2005. Thanks, game on, Jordan. Um, I would love to see a Quake reboot. I, I, I really enjoyed Quake. Quake was a lot of fun. Um, and I think you're seeing, like you just said, Wolfenstein came out and, and really kind of did itself a good with the new order, uh, really set itself up again. And Doom, it seems to be getting decent reviews. The multiplayer is a little bit hit and miss, but the actual game itself is back. I mean, you got a good Doom here if you want, if you're into Doom. So following up with Quake is something that, again, Bethesda wouldn't, I don't think they should. I think they should look into it for sure. So here's my here's my question to you, and it's actually again I played some Quake back in the day, but it's sort of been my long my long standing opinion is Quake different enough 
from Doom to actually be worth it. Because, you know, again, when Quake came out, it was built on a new engine. They were doing some different things with it at the time, but it still more or less felt like Doom. And personally, if if Doom is successful, I might rather just see a, a Doom 2 than another Quake game. That's just me personally, because I never felt like Quake was different enough where I liked it more than Doom. Now, there might be some, some more hardcore Quake fans that, t- you know, say I'm completely wrong on the matter. And this is my experience. I think I, the last game I, Quake game I played might have been like Quake 2 or something. I mean, I think there's a there's enough Quake, you know, Quake fans out there that want this game. And I think uh, for the new generation that never got an opportunity to even play Quake, it is that kind of uh, cult following is that it's kind of that smaller name that they may they don't know about. So if you bring if you rebrand Quake, you might find a whole new audience. Um, Separate from the Doom audience, you think? Possibly. I don't know. I, I'm not convinced of that. I think I think the Quake audience is probably already on, on the Doom grind. I think if you take Quake and you build a, a story like you did Wolfenstein, like mm-hmm. you did in Doom, you, you know, if you if you must have multiplayer in there and you feel like your game has to. Because remember, Wolfenstein did not have multiplayer. Correct. It was just a really a, thoroughly put together great, campaign. Yeah, with some solid DLC afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could come out with Quake if you really wanted to and just come out with a first-person shooter that's a story that's good. Because you're Bethesda and you're capable of doing that. And that's and that's something that we don't get enough of nowadays is a quality story-led first-person shooter. As we see with games like Destiny, again, we just talked about the lore of Destiny and the story, but it's you play it and you're not... You're not immersed in the story, and so if, having if, another game like that would be that great. That lore that I just shared with you today... It's that, convoluted. It, it's convoluted, but if that was shared within the game... It'd be amazing. So that you understood why Shaq stands there, why who the hell the Iron Banner guy is. You know, if you under, if you knew that stuff, I, I think you would have... That game would be so much better. Absolutely. Yeah, the, you have such so much lore, and you waste it. I, I'd say 10% of your fan base actually read that shit. All right, um... <laughs> Thanks for the question, Jordan. Next up, we have a question from Braden. He says, Okay, so I was pissing in the shower this morning when something hit me. That makes two of us. When something hit me. No. Well, yes, of course, piss hit my feet. But I'm talking about something completely different here. Penny dies of cancer. Brain gets killed by Dr. Claw's minions. And Inspector Gadget goes all John fucking Wick on Dr. Claw. Seriously, who wouldn't pay, who wouldn't play that shit for like five hours? I know I would. Absolutely. A uh, really dark, gritty <laughs> Inspector Gadget game? Yeah, I'm in. 100, 150% <laughs> I'm in. Uh, so my question of the week is, do you really think the division... <laughs> Gadget! <laughs> You think you're going to stop me, Gadget? Penny has cancer and has perished. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, So my question this week is, do you really think the Division can redeem itself with the 1.2 update? Even I have slowed my role when it comes to playing the Division because of the bugs and hackers. It's getting old fast. The one... With all the guns, Braden. P.S. I know Ethan likes Cruise Light, but do Jay and Jazzy drink beer too? If so, what kind? Uh, right whoa, whoa, time out. Yeah. I do not like Coors Light. No, you do. You do. I'm drinking it because it's in Jay's fridge. Yeah, you, you love it. <laughs> and you I'm a cheap it. bastard, you, and true. I'll drink year-old beer in Jay's <laughs> fridge. 
Yeah, I um my favorite, and I'm enjoying it right now, is from Right Brain Brewery, and it's called CEO Stout, right here from Traverse City, Michigan. I, I love this beer. It's also my favorite beer. Yes, and it's it's a uh, watch it's, me drink it. It's like a delicious coffee porter. It's I mean a stout. It's delicious. Oh my god. Hey, you enjoy that. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna chug this Coors Light. I'm gonna show you. I can't. Yeah, you yeah. have fun with that. Mm, oh, <laughs> Coors Light! It's a year old. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what you, you know. Jesse's not here, and I'm not sure what his favorite would be. I don't know. About to ask him next week, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy um, a lot of the stouts. I guess is probably, uh, I'm a dark beer fan. Like, yeah. that's, uh, I love the Atwater uh, Detroit Brewery. Their vanilla Java Porter uh, is very good. Um, I also like. Oh, I can't remember who makes it, but the Neapolitan Stout is that uh, Rochester? No, Rochester makes the milkshake stout, milkshake which is stout. pretty good. The it's Neapolitan decent. stout, I love it because you get that little that little hint of strawberry that in little, there. Little hint. Oh, it's so good. But then the chocolate, and the vanilla flavors. Oh, uh, but the Neapolitan is, stout is a very good one. Is very um, good. I'm trying to think of other ones I've had recently that I'm a big fan of. I guess a more standard beer that I like is uh, Two Hearted Ale. Mm-hmm. So by Bell's. Yep, that uh, has been ranked the best beer in the country several times yeah. too hard it is. Yeah, it's very good. <sighs> All right. We love our beer here in Michigan. We sure do. Thanks for the question, Braden. All right, next up I have Xander. Xander says, with, with my wonky school and work schedules, I don't always get as much time for gaming as I'd like. I've been avoiding Last of Us until I have a significant amount of time to play it, and even when I do have time, I play something else that's more on my radar. What games have you been putting off playing? The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with you on The Last of Us. Uh, Uncharted? Haven't played any of that? That yeah, was not on my radio. I, I might never play an Uncharted I'll game. I was going to say, yeah, it's not it really on my radar. It just doesn't... Uh, Last of Us definitely great, is, yeah. though. So... For me, and so Jay is a married man. Xander is a married man. I'm sort of hoping, and I think this is a very ridiculous hope, to think that maybe after my wedding here in a month, my life will slow down enough where I could actually have a Saturday afternoon to play a video game. I don't think it's going to happen, but Last of Us is really high on my list of games that, you know, I want to have the time. It's a story-driven game, and, uh, you know, hopefully I can sit down and play that one. That one's one I've been putting off uh, playing I've been wanting to play. I'm trying to remember. I was gonna borrow one of your games. I'm trying to remember which one it was that I wanted to play. Until Dawn. Until Dawn's one I want to play. There's another one up there that's more of a story-driven game that I wanted to borrow from you, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It's it's escaped me now. So yeah, they're out there. Yep. I I have games still wrapped on my shelf that I haven't <laughs> opened. So I, I could I could go on and on about this, but I totally understand. The uh, lack of time, you know, and then finding a game that interests you a lot, but you know there's a big time commitment Absolutely. to it, you know. And when you when you're you know for us we we all enjoy Destiny together, so you know a chunk of time goes to that. So then to then find and the thing more about, time. The thing about Destiny is I can hop on in for 20 minutes, play Crucible. I'm not getting sucked in any stories. If I have time, I can raid or whatever. But with like Last of Us. I know I want to sit down and I want to give a whole weekend of my life to that game. Exactly. Exactly. So. Oh, I haven't played Wolfenstein. I know we just talked about it. Yeah. That's, do you own that? Was that I the do. one? That's that's absolutely what I was thinking. I want to put some time into Wolfenstein. Yep. That's a real good one. All right. Well, thank you for the question, Xander. 
Next up, we have Chris chiming in. Chris says, how excited are you for Overwatch? Can you tell me the pros and cons of it, and should I buy it? The pros and cons, I think you can kind of understand from earlier. Um, it's a solid game. If you enjoy team-based fighting games like, like Team Fortress, you will love this game. There's a thorough fan base of uh, perverted, uh, <laughs> yeah. weird robot-on-lady stuff. If you like fucked up porn, you got that covered too, <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, in my opinion, I think, yes, um, you should probably buy this game if you're... You, know, you have gamed with us before on PSN, um, and you've, you've enjoyed playing some Destiny, you've enjoyed playing Call of Duty, and I think this game falls in that realm just a little bit different where I, I almost feel like it's more fun. The game is just fun. Even if like you're not doing well, I still feel like I'm having a good time. I don't know what it is about this game, but I just the fun factor is so much higher than some of these other shooters that I've played. So here's something I'm interested to throw out there. I have listened to every episode of the BX8B podcast, even if I haven't been here for all of them. And I have heard Jay go through the honeymoon stage with games probably a dozen times, where the first couple times he talks about the game, it's the best thing he's ever played in his entire life. And then somewhere around the like three or four week uh, hits, he turns on it and he's found all the flaws in it and it becomes the worst. So <laughs> that I, is absolutely correct. <laughs> I'm again, I'm. I guess I'm rooting for Overwatch, and I don't know why, but I'm rooting for it that this is just going to be a game that Jay enjoys. Eventually, I play and I enjoy, uh, but I am curious to see if the honeymoon stage will eventually end, and you'll you'll find the things you don't like about this game. Yeah, now that we're out of beta, I mean, we'll see. There are some concerns I have for this game, but we can get into that another day. There was a point where you gushed about Battlefront on this show. <laughs> After the beta, you're like, Battlefront. You shut your whole mouth! <laughs> like, Star Wars Battlefront, I thought it looked awful, I played the beta, it's amazing and then it was like a week later you're like there is nothing to this game i was tricked by the beta (laughs) that's the problem i played the beta expecting that when the final game came out there would be more there but there wasn't anyways he's 100 percent right i get really excited and then then i rip something apart i'm hoping this doesn't happen go that way i'm rooting for you overwatch (sighs) all right Thank you for the question, Chris. Next up, we got Caleb chiming in. He says, what's up, you gaming wizards? Except Ethan, he sucks at games. That's fair. I'm not going to argue Caleb with that one. (laughs) His words, not mine. And does Chops even play games anymore? So, I miss playing multiplayer with the group and talking over the chat for, uh, for car talk. Go fist, as in Fiesta ST. I agree. Go fist yourselves. Go yep. fist yourselves. Go fist myself in my fist. Uh, I wanted to see if you guys think we are going to stick with Overwatch or Battleborn. Who is getting it, and how long are you planning on playing? If if it's just a two week or so holdover until No Man's Sky, I'll just save my money and buy my kids food and shelter. <laughs> Caleb, your kids are old enough to fend for themselves. What are they, like three? Yeah, game on, you lovable nerds. Um, I love that last sentence. (laughs) Oh, that was good. All right. Buy the game. Fuck your kids. (laughs) No, um... Man, right? Okay, so like Ethan just said, I'm in my honeymoon right now, and I love both games. I will tell you that if I had to pick one, I'd pick Overwatch every time. It's no offense against Battleborn, but I think 
if my groups if if the group's going to buy the game like BX8B is going to majority buy a game if they all bought Overwatch or they all bought Battleborn they were going to enjoy Overwatch more because there is more frustration and more concept that if you don't like a MOBA you're probably not going to like Battleborn because you have to play by the MOBA rules it's a steeper learning curve too yeah, it is a steeper learning curve you know and um so I, I think Overwatch is the winner in that aspect. Um, I'm going to own both. Uh, I know Jazzy's going to own both. We're going to play both. I think you know Overwatch right now will get more play than Battleborn, but as the time goes on, I think it'll balance out a little bit again. Um, the other thing about Battleborn is that there's drive to play that game. Like I told you about unlocking characters and doing all that type of stuff is great, where Overwatch, everything's unlocked for you. you know, you're leveling up and you're getting loot packs and you are getting skins and, and, and like graffiti stickers but nothing that really impacts the game a ton mm-hmm. so um overwatch is a lot of fun where you have that like grind on battleborn that sometimes people really enjoy i enjoy so we'll, we'll see how time goes on i think if you're gonna buy one right out the gate i probably would i'd say the the full price ticket um would be overwatch is worth it where maybe you can grab battleborn a, you know a little bit cheap down the road but you know they're, again, they're both solid. I'm going to side with Overwatch just from the fun factor and the ease of, as you said, the, the, there's not much of a learning curve. You can get in. You can have fun. You can find a character that you fucking love, and, and it's just a blast. Here's the other cool thing about Overwatch. You can go into a match. You can play as a character. You get killed, and you're like, man, I just did not like his mechanics. Before you respawn, you just change your character. That's great. You can just adjust on the fly. So, like, your team, let's say you have a team of five and you just don't like the makeup of the team, you really need a tank, and you're, you're willing to, to do it. Just switch to a tank and then start as a tank. So, like, that's kind of cool, too, is that in one match, it keeps it keeps evolving because people are trying to counter each other. Um, so that's always kind of cool, too. When you can't do that. You know, Battleborn, you pick a character, you're stuck with them for that match. So. But uh, thanks for the question, Caleb. Um, I would definitely pick up Overwatch, if I were you right now, just, just to launch with a lot of the guys here at BXAP, because um, I'm going to tell you, I'd say a good four of us for sure will get the game, and that's with Ethan on the maybe side. So Ethan's the number five. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in the maybe, and it might be down the line. My thing is, is I, I, I really do enjoy playing Destiny, and with, with my budget, I'm trying to keep it like, I do I need to invest in another shooter right now? Uh, no Man's Sky is the game that's the next on my to-buy list. Um, and again, it's still, that's a first-person game, but it's, an, it's more of an adventure sort of thing. So I think, uh, you know, for right now I'm saying that, but, you know, uh, in a week here when I go to log on to Destiny and literally no one's <laughs> on to play it with me, I might uh, I might end up uh, having to shell out my uh, my 60 bucks just to, you know. We'll get, keep, you, keep we'll get it for you for 48 Gamers Club, baby. That is very tempting. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, um, guys, we're saving the best for last. So here we go. Question from DD. What's up, fools? It's your boy, Dirty Dylan. I know I'm a few weeks late, but I just saw Civil War, and I want to know, who do you think pleases the ladies better, Ant-Man or Hawkeye? Stay filthy, DD. I'm going to say my answer is going to be 100% Ant-Man. Tell me why. Ant-Man is also giant man, which means he also can control the size both ways. And I just feel like 
no matter what ladies he's with, he can just find that perfect spot to maybe just please her the right way. Can he, can he get like a boner through his suit? Does it work like that? I bet she has a special suit. Did oh. you just see the the fucking Overwatch porn <laughs> I showed you? Okay. Ant oh, Man I'm sure has, DD has contributed to that. <laughs> I'm sure Ant Man has a special suit. Okay. Okay. Now I disagree. Okay. So you know you you think uh, your Ant Man there he can change to whatever size to please the lady. Hawkeye never misses. That guy is always right on target, and he's gonna know exactly how to treat any lady right. He does have a lot of cool little gadgets on the end of his arrows too. Oh yeah, so they don't have Clint. To, Clint knows those arrows don't have to necessarily be deadly. That that guy is smooth. He is. He's a grizzled veteran. I could see some fucked up porn there too. Oh man. Some like video porn of like a guy with a bow and arrow shooting stuff into. Oh, oh man! <laughs> like dildo tipped yeah. bow and arrows. Yeah, hitting it, the hitting the spot. Like you said, he doesn't yeah. miss. I'm, I'm just saying, he never misses. He's he's generally very smooth and laid back, and I think he would treat a lady right in the bedroom. I can't argue that, but I but I also feel like I have a fair argument on my. I own. don't think. Okay, are we talking Hank Pym, Ant Man? Are we think talking uh, Scott? Scott. See, I think Scott's too wily, and I don't think he has a great control over his power, at least from seeing Civil War. Oh, he wouldn't. What would happen is he'd think he'd have it right, and then, like... <laughs> Destroy it, the girl. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. But, I, but come on. like that, that. I mean, we just looked at Overwatch porn. Like, which, which one are you going to want to see? Both, <laughs> the answer is both. <laughs> the answer is both. But I still strongly stand that, that Hawkeye's going to know exactly how to treat the ladies. <sighs> All right. Well, He's a married man. You know, that's that why this is Civil reason. War. You're over there. <laughs> You're okay? wearing your Civil War hat as yeah, we discussed. That's right. And I'm over here. So that's, that's fair. Team that's Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Team Ant-Man. <laughs> Gorsling. Um, <laughs> See your style. Civil War. <laughs> On that one, I win, and you know it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question, DD. Guys, remember to always send in your uh, questions via email at info at bxap.com. Uh, on the social media, BXAP Gaming, or right in the forum at bxap.com. And that's it, guys. We're going to wrap this show up. Episode 106. Hit my leap. Brought to you by the DetroitBeardCollective.com. Check them out for all your facial fur needs. Go buy some beard care stuff so that way you can buy magic cards or get a wife. That's right. That's the only two reasons you need it. That's right. And everybody needs those in their life. So, guys, thank you. Make sure to check us out everywhere. That is iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and of course, BXAP.com. You want to help us out a ton? Go like us, follow us, and subscribe. And then when you see those little stars, click all five and give us a great review. Helps us a ton. Tell your friends about BXAP. It's the, it's the other best thing you can do. We know that you play video games. You, you probably have at least one friend that also plays video games. Tell that friend about your favorite podcast, the BXAP Podcast. Share the love, share the fun, and help the BXA community grow. We would love you for it. All right, guys, and check us out on the stream, twitch.tv backslash BXAB Gaming. We stream every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You're probably going to be seeing some Overwatch uh, from from myself uh, later tonight. So if, you, uh, if you're listening to this during the day, around 9 p.m., I'm going to be rocking some Overwatch. Always got to get that release day goodness. That's right. So, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We will see you next week. 
I am Ethan, the Deadite Knight. And I am Jay, Grimlock the Dino Nine. And as always, Game, game on! on.